Hi, we're the Mind-Body Couple. I'm Tanner Murtaugh. And I'm Anne Hampson. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you unlearn neuroplastic pain and mind-body concerns. everybody welcome to our podcast today hi everyone we wanted to update you guys a little bit about our house because we mentioned it maybe i don't know a couple episodes back that it got like impaled with hail and ruined (laughs) yeah this ties into our topic it does so our house all the siding the roof needs to be redone and the roof was it was done pretty quickly the roof is done quick but the siding siding we're changing the color. So we have like light blue and we're changing to dark blue. <laughs> yeah. But at the back of our house, there's just like giant holes in the side yeah, of our house. It's pretty It's not bad. ideal for Calgary weather. So anyone who's dealt with insurance, mm-hmm. you know, the fight's on. There's yes. a bit of a fight. It was our first like kind of foray into this world of yeah. home repairs and insurance. Yeah. And so I think early on, and we're, we're relating this to the symptoms and how we fight them. Mm-hmm. Also not useful. And, you know, after the first few phone calls, I had it with insurance and kind of stood my ground. Were you motivated to fight at this time, Tanner? Were you like, I am going to win? <laughs> I think I was just kind of panicked. Oh. Yeah. And that came out as like this fighty response. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it wasn't, completely useful because i i got what i wanted okay the siding hasn't been changed yet but you know <laughs> i did get yeah everything covered okay, so there's something about kind of it can take us so far it. but after a while you know i was kept calling the contractor i was trying to get them to hurry up with the siding and it wasn't going anywhere no so this fight response that i was having were you getting more and more like as it wasn't going anywhere were you getting more dysregulated? Were you kind of going more deeper into the fight? Like what happened to you? There there was a bit of that for sure early <laughs> Which on. Which often there is for Tanner when yeah. he's fighting anything or everything. Yeah, my a typical response I have, and this is very much part of that sympathetic system, mm-hmm. your autonomic nervous system, fight, yeah. or, fight or flight. Sometimes I'm flight. There's no question, like more on it's the like anxiety <laughs> side. So like you're always in flight or fight. You're in one of them. Yeah. And for me, I'm not always because I've, <laughs> I've gotten much better over yes, time. Yes, but I can go there easily. This is kind of my home base, is it would be in my nervous system, and I've had to work very hard to the fight to base. bring yeah that ventral safe and connected mm-hmm. energy in. But fighting feels better to me than the anxiousness, so yes. I think I go there. Yeah, okay, it it's feels like you're choosing. There's a semblance of control. So in this situation, you went into fight kind of willingly, mm-hmm. hoping it would serve you, which it somewhat did. But then did you get stuck there? The, yeah, because it was no longer useful. And to yeah. be honest, looking back, I probably could have not had the fight response. Like the insurance company was pretty good. Right. It was like they were like trying to help us and you're like, I demand help. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and they're like, okay. It was actually like a pretty smooth process, but like <laughs> I felt it as this incredibly dysregulating thing at the beginning. Yeah. And our symptoms are very similar Mm -hmm. because people get into that fight response with their symptoms. Yes. And I get why they get there. Yes. Because it feels like there's some type of control 
that's happening. Oh, which makes sense. Like, yeah, that's right. When we're fighting, we feel like we're doing something. We're getting somewhere. It's this Mm -hmm. idea. And sometimes we are kind of like what you're talking about. There is some validity to the fight kind of with the insurance, maybe. But with our symptoms, Mm -hmm. never helpful. Mm -hmm. Know this from experience. So our topic today is we need to stop fighting against our chronic pain and symptoms. Yes. It's vital. Now, we want to talk a little bit about what does fighting your symptoms look like? Because mm-hmm, everybody probably like has something in their mind when they hear this. They relate to this. Yeah. But this could be getting angry mm-hmm. at your symptoms, like having an angry, aggressive response. This could be things like doing everything you can to make them go away. Yes. So even after people discover a mind-body approach, they're treating their pain and symptoms by treating their brain and nervous system, but they're doing it by just throwing every technique they can at it. Yes. And this can be complicated because I think a lot of people fall into this of like the same fight that maybe they had navigating the medical system or the same fight they had when they first discovered they're in pain. And then they're bringing that same intensity to this mind-body approach. And we tell people, totally dive into the mind-body approach, but it needs to be done without the pressure. Yeah. And we want to be clear that you're going to have to do the work, Mm -hmm. but I've never seen one person, not once, get out of chronic pain or symptoms by hard working their way out of it. Mm. That's not how this works. And it often it's because there's this fight response behind it. Yes. Yes. And so it's noticing how am I approaching this work? And and do I have this fight? Do I have this mm-hmm. pressure? Do I have this intensity? And usually that's accompanied by I'm doing this to fix something. I'm doing this to fix my pain or this outcome expectation of getting rid of the pain. Yeah. And fighting the symptoms can also just look like having like an aggressive feeling Mm. towards the healing work. And I'm going to tell a story about a symptom I had in the past. I know you you know me too well. Yes, yes. But it's it's a feeling. There's like this aggressiveness to it. I was feeling this towards the insurance company, Mm. even though they were actually quite pleasant. I've heard horror stories of people dealing with insurance, but ours was like pretty much a 10 out of 10 in terms of getting back to me quickly, doing all this, but I had this aggressive feeling well, inside. And that's a really good thing to monitor. Because we mentioned sometimes the fight can be good, not with symptoms, but with other things. But is it this unneeded aggression? Because in that example, you had yeah. that, but it wasn't needed. And so do we have this aggression with, with the pain and symptoms? Is it needed? Is something mm. to ask yourself. Now, fighting the symptoms, it can also look like forcing ourselves to push through the pain or symptom. Yes. Now, people go one of two ways with this. Yeah. Lots of people avoid. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And that's more kind of this despair, kind of shut down, dorsal vagal feel. Yeah. But other people, even if they're in a 10 out of 10 out of pain, mm-hmm. they are plowing through their day like they're just pushing themselves through yes no matter what and it has this very fighty aggressive response kind of taking place yes and so there's totally a balance to this in terms of like how do i kind of expose myself to the pain how do i move forward um but not avoid at the same time but it's not what tanner is describing in this kind of pressure fight type of way 
Yeah. And so really in summary, you know, fighting our symptoms is not the way out of chronic pain and symptoms. Mm-hmm. I think a hard part though is recognizing that it is the fight. And so for you, how do you like recognize that you're in that again? Is it noticing, okay, this has this aggressive feeling to it? It's it's noticing it in the body. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're working with people, we often have them map their nervous system a bit, yes. like map it out. And it's important to understand, like, how do I experience ventral vagal, like mm-hmm. safe and connected energy? Like, what does that actually look like in my body? Mm-hmm. What does that look like with my behaviors, with my thoughts? It's the same when it comes to the sympathetic system, which is more your fight or flight. It's important to know, like, how do you experience flight and how do you experience fight? Because it seems obvious But when I was in chronic pain, and even before that, part of the reason I got into chronic pain, I had this fight response that was so normal for me to feel that I I couldn't even recognize when I'd snap into it. Yes. And now I'm so quick to know like when I'm starting to get kind of aggressive in my approach because I feel it a certain way in my body. Mm. Like I feel it. I feel the tension. I feel the heat. And I'm really good at it now. I can I can recognize it before it's a ten out of ten. Like mm-hmm. it's out of one or a two. I'm I'm very aware that it's taking place. Yeah, and that's why I think when when people are learning to step out of that, it can feel so strange if they're always used to being in that. If that is the normal. Yeah, and it's a hard thing to change, mm-hmm. but it is possible, yes. and it's really important if you want to heal your chronic pain and symptoms. Yeah. Now, a little story about one of my symptoms. Mm. I don't think I've talked about this one on the podcast before because it it was a very small moment. Um, But this was probably a couple years after I had been healed. Like I wasn't having chronic pain or symptoms. I started to get this almost when I would sit kind of like this tailbone pain. And was this like a new kind of symptom for you? Yeah, I never developed. I never really experienced it. I think to be honest, how it developed is I just had some normal soreness. Yeah. I, I sit all day for a living. I'm a therapist, but then I got like hyper-focused on it. Ah, so like so the stress. fear started. Yeah. But then what resulted is I got into almost this fight response without realizing it. And what did that look like for you? So for myself, I knew all the techniques. Mm-hmm. So I was just throwing everything at it. Okay, so you're like, I'm going to get rid of this, and I'm going to do this, 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 that. Somatic tracking, but in a real intense, fighty way. Yeah. And I was doing all the right techniques. Yes. I know all the right techniques. Yeah. But I didn't have the right energy or attitude to it. Yes. And that is a big thing to recognize in how we do it. And it's almost just about that, how we approach, how we view it, how we think about it. That's almost more important than what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no matter what I did, it would go away. And I had, I had made it the enemy. That's what it almost okay. So place. did it become like this mission of like yeah. battling tailbone pain? Totally. I gotta eliminate it at all costs. And to be honest, it was like it wasn't even like extremely painful. It was <laughs> it was it was like so mild. Well, but that's an interesting thing because it sounds like that happened. And you just got so triggered and almost fearful that you're like, I must get rid of this now. It cannot be present. Like it just got really intense for you. Yeah. How did that shift then for you? Like what happened there? Like how did I shift out of it? Mm-hmm. So, and we're going to talk about ways that you can reduce the fight response, but 
one thing I I realized was that I was in the fight response. Yes. So I I took a step back and realized my attitude was way off. Okay. So you noticed and, that you noticed. And then my mission became like, how can I befriend this sensation? Like, I'm actually going to like become best friends with it. That was my goal. How did you shift to that? Because sometimes I think it can be easy to want to shift to that, but then there's still like the outcome expectation and the fight pressure, like hiding, lingering. So how did you kind of fall into that? So one thing I talk about with people is understanding what the symptoms actually are Mm. because this sounds obvious but we get lost we get lost in the weeds with all of this especially when you're having chronic pain and symptoms and you're very dysregulated it's easy i know that from experience and so with the symptoms i view them as meaningful messages Mm -hmm. that's what they are they're meaningful messages this is going to eventually maybe be the title of my book. <laughs> I love how I wrote that in there. I like that. Yeah. And we're all going to hold you to that. I know, I know. Maybe one day. But they're meaningful messages. They're here to warn you that your nervous system is in a state of survival. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to befriend the tailbone pain, mm-hmm. that's actually how it started. Whereas I understood like, okay, when this first came on, I was having a pretty stressful couple of weeks at work. Lots of things to get down, lots of pressure. Anyone listening to the podcast knows pressure is my trigger a lot of the time. But by understanding that, I actually stopped fighting it. Mm -hmm. I viewed it as like, this is a meaningful, useful message that I'm being sent. Okay, so you changed your relationship with it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one to fight it wasn't something to necessarily even be afraid of or get rid of. It was like you were kind of listening to it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, whether you it's somatic tracking, mm-hmm. whether it's just somatic work or practices in general, mm-hmm. actually started to have an impact. Yes. Because I was being curious. I was being interested. I was actually trying to learn something from it. And that's really key. It's like we need to stop the fight to then allow these things to work. And because sometimes I think when there's that that fight going on and that energy, there can be a lot of hopelessness and despair in these skills yeah. not working. But you almost had to kind of take away that layer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was taking accurate cues mm-hmm. off of my body. Yeah. Because that's it. With the somatic work, it's not just bringing the awareness. But it's also taking cues. Mm -hmm. It's understanding your nervous system. Mm -hmm. And I understood, okay, you're under a lot of stress. This is a symptom of that. And that's okay. But I'm going to take cues off that. And then I actually did the work to regulate my system and provide what I actually needed to feel safe. Yes. And the cues doesn't necessarily mean stop doing things and go hide. No. It was was making shifts. around my emotions, Mm -hmm. around my autonomic state. I was actually feeling my emotions instead of just hyper-focusing and fighting with the symptom. Yeah. Uh, I was dealing with the underlying cause, which comes down to a dysregulated nervous system, the brain feeling kind of chronically in danger. And I had snapped back in that. It wasn't too intense. Hence, the symptom was pretty mild. But by doing that, by actually 
allowing myself to be with the symptom and care for it and take cues off of it, what happens is you actually start to bring in that ventral vagal safe and connected energy. That's what actually takes place. And that's an environment where you can actually heal Mm -hmm. because we can't heal if we're chronically in fight or flight. No. Going in fight or flight periodically, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen even today. It happens. I get in fight or flight. It's just not chronic anymore. Right. And you understand it more. You recognize it more. And you know what to kind of do with it, which I think is useful. Yeah. One thing I want to highlight, you mentioned this was a couple, a while after you felt like you had kind of like recovered. Yeah. So how long was this after that time? I'm trying to think. I was thinking about this before. Probably a couple of years. The reason I highlight that is I think it's really important to normalize that pain flares can happen Mm -hmm. over time. And it's not to discourage people, but I think there needs to be this understanding that our nervous system is used to operating this way, that it might go back to operating this way here and there, or as we are kind of on this journey and to have a bit of understanding around that is important. Yeah. And I like how they talk about pain reprocessing therapy, that you can view the pain or symptom as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it's a very empowering way to think about it. And every time I have a new pain or symptom come up, I learn something new about myself. I learn something new about how to deal with it. Yes. And as a result, you're right. Like we don't want to make people feel hopeless. We want to normalize that setbacks happen, Mm -hmm. but it's also not hopeless because you've become better and better at dealing with them each and every time. And now it's rare the symptom hangs out for longer than a couple of hours well, if, they, if they ever come up. And that's interesting because that is another way, that's a way of approaching it again without this fight yeah. and with this kind of understanding and acceptance. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of the main premises of pain reprocessing therapy, which is one of the main therapies we use at our clinic. Mm-hmm. And when we understand it, the one of the main mechanisms that actually heals the chronic pain in that process is changing your response to the symptoms. Mm -hmm. So we actually stop fighting the symptoms and instead learn to attend to them with like calmness, ease, lightness, and care. Yeah. And that's not, that's not natural for a lot of us. And so when we talk about work, that is the work piece, but it doesn't have to be with intensity. It doesn't have to be with pressure. It doesn't have to be with this fight. No. And so I hope this episode was helpful. We want to do a little <clears throat> a little short episode on this because it's a really important aspect mm-hmm. of the treatment. And I think people people often miss the attitude piece. Yeah. We can be so hyper focused on making sure we're doing the right strategies, the right yeah. emotional work, the right nervous system regulation. But it's also understanding, are you coming at it from a place of fight or aggressiveness or anger? Yeah. Because if that's the case, I can promise people it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, exactly. And so being able to recognize this is key for sure. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we get our siding on our house soon. Mm-hmm. But until then, you're not going to fight I'm, about I'm it. You're fighting. just going to kind of relax. I relax. Let it be. At least for today. At least for today. (laughs) Hopefully tomorrow too. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you all next week. Talk to you next week. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to book in a session with one of our therapists, you can go to our website at painpsychotherapy.ca. You can also follow us on Instagram at painpsychotherapy, where me and Anne are posting content daily and are there to respond to your comments. Also, check out our YouTube channel, which is named Tanner Murtaugh MSW RSW.